no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. Welcome to the Bear Essentials. On today's show, we break down day one of free agency and talk about our boy King Poles. Hey, Doug, welcome back to the show, baby. Feels good to be back, bro. I'm trying to catch up with you. Man, you are already here with me. An audience, man, like I told you guys last week, A-Dub was out covering another event. It's been tough for me and him catching up with each other. So, you know, <laughs> this week we had to coordinate some things. I was like, man, I got to get my brother back in the fold, man. So it's, it's good to chop it up back with you on the show again today, man. Great work out there at the NFL Combine and at the Big Ten Tournament as well. Ooh, we've been out there on the road. We've been out there on the road. My goodness. And I'll be, <laughs> and I'll be out there in Des Moines, A-Dub, uh, covering round one of the NCAA Tournament. So, man. We not resting on our laurels over here. I tell you that much, audience. We are not resting. We're not taking no days off, man. <laughs> Just putting in work, baby. Well, shit, we ain't the only ones because, man, our boy Ryan Poles made it happen last week, A-Dub, trading that number one pick. And not only just trading that number one pick, baby, he got a haul and then some. I'm talking about, man, he took Carolina Panthers out to the shed, bro. He was like, man, y'all are my sons. I want everything you got. <laughs> the fan base last year, they killed Ryan Poles for the Claypool trade, which I still feel like that trade is going to pan out. Yeah. But I'm starting to see more and more people, man, starting to backpedal. That's why you got to give these moves time because we don't know what these trades mean, right? You got to evaluate a trade over a couple of years. And seeing what Ryan Poles has done with getting DJ Moore, a wide receiver that you and I talk a lot about needing, a number one type of wide receiver. Oof, oof. We needed that. And think about this, man. Chase Claypool, Money Moon, Darnell Mooney, and now DJ Moore. That's a nice little core there, Perez. Bro, that might be the best trio in the NFC North, bro. And then you add in there Cole Komet, who we saw start to turn it up a little bit in the season, last season. Hey, man, this can be pretty good. Pretty good. A-Dub, this got the maker for a juggernaut offense. We've been talking about it for damn near two seasons now, especially last year. Right. Getting Justin Fields some help. Ryan Post got the memo. Not only just those weapons that we're talking about, but even the way he addressed the offensive line of day one. Audience, we're going to get into that in a second. But just looking at this trade, A-Dub, the fact that he was able to get multiple number ones, that's amazing. And the fact that people don't even talk about this enough, A-Dub, the Carolina Panthers, with the fact that they're going after a quarterback in this draft, they're probably going to have a down year. Right. Which means that number one pick that Poles got from the Panthers probably is going to land in the top 10. Now, there are some people that have pushed back on me when I've been talking with them about it, being like, Prince, I know y'all are happy and I know you happy, but after that number nine pick, they're like, we don't pick for a while into that second round. And I keep trying to tell people, Let's wait and see what happens next because you know that this man's got some more tricks up his sleeve. Because you never know what Ryan Poles, he could trade up. You just never know what may happen, man. He can do a lot of different things. 
and we're having this many draft picks, you can do something with it. So you just never know, to your point, what Ryan Poles is thinking about doing next. And that's why, again, it's important to sit back, let this man cook. This is not Ryan Pace that we're talking about here. This guy's going to be methodical when he makes moves, and he's going to make moves that make sense. And I think Bears fans are just so conditioned to wanting like the, the immediate quick moves to happen. No, that's not what you saw last year. You saw a guy last year that realized, hey, we need to strip this thing down to the studs. Now he has stripped it down. Now it's time to renovate this bitch. <laughs> that's what he's doing. He understands where this Bears team is at. He saw what it looked like last season. Got to give this guy a lot of credit for the work he's doing right now. He's taking no time off. He's putting in work. Like I said, man, anybody that, that that has anything to say about this GM at this point, I don't know what you what you're watching because this trade was a home run trade. DJ Moore, I mean, I can even believe the Panthers threw him in. That goes to show you that Ryan Poles is looking at them like he probably told them no so many times and it forced him <laughs> to put DJ Moore into that trade. And I always say, Prez, when it comes to Money Moon, the bank is open, baby. Well, I'll tell you one thing: the bank wasn't open much, and what Ryan Poles did. He broke that bank down. <laughs> he took everything out of it from the Panthers and say, look, give me what you got, DJ Moore, and much, much more. He sure did. I see what you did there, Dub. I see what you did there. He didn't even mean to do that, audience. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He didn't even mean to. He didn't even know what he did right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, when you look at a guy like DJ Moore, right, 25 years old, look at the type of quarterback play that he had in Carolina, the numbers that he put up. I know a lot of people talk about Allen Robinson and how it kind of reminds them of how Allen Robinson was able to put up numbers in Jacksonville with terrible quarterback play. If he could be anything like A-Rob was those first couple of seasons, I'll take it. But when you look at DJ Moore's stats, man, that boy has put up production after production, only 25 years old. And like you said, A-Dub earlier, pairing that up with Money Moon, pairing that up with Claypool, Cole Komet, Justin Fields, brother, he about, to, he about to turn up. I'm sure Justin Fields probably somewhere right now with a big-ass smile on his face. Yes, he is. And hearing what Tyreek Hill said about that move, he was like, hey, that's going to be exciting. He has the right idea about what this could look like it's with the Chicago Bears. And I'm very hopeful in seeing what this trio can do together. Yeah, I think what, what Tyreek Hill was saying, he was just like, he just he was excited. He couldn't wait to see it. And Hey, Tyreek, you shit, you you joining all of us Bears fans and <laughs> podcasters and Bears media. Because this is something we've been looking forward to. We've been wanting to see Justin Fields paired up with someone that can make shit happen out there. And right. it's going to be no more of the receivers aren't getting open. We ain't going to have no problems now. But now it's going to be on your boy, Kuhan Luke, and I put that in air quotes. <laughs> It's going to be on him, A-Dub, to make sure that he's getting the most out of a DJ more. Cool here, Luke, as I call him. He got to earn the name, of course, to keep it, but he got to make some things happen. Well, I don't know, A-Dub. You, you gave him the name before he even earned it, personally. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just gave us a little couple of flashes here and there, friends. Mm -hmm. You're right, but you got to be consistent. He's in a better situation going forward based upon these moves that Ryan Poles have made. So now you got a receiving core, right? You have a solid running back as well. You got some tools to work with. So in this case here, Kuhan and Luke got to make some things happen and get these receivers involved in the game the right way. And if you look at the contract, it basically boils down to being a three-year contract for a little bit over $50 million. So when I looked at it, it broke out to about $17 million a season. 
the o- only the first year this contract is guaranteed. So it's mm. a value contract on top of it. A-Dub, if you look at some of the other wide receiver contracts that are out there, you'll see that this contract slides in pretty damn nice. That's something Ryan Poles has in the back of his mind that he can do. But yeah, it's a friendly one to where you can work with it, right, Chris, if things don't go into the direction. So you got to look at that part of it. But overall, I think this guy is going to do well. DJ Moore is just a stud, Perez, and I think the guy can handle playing in Chicago. So I'm looking forward to it. Contract is what it is, but, man, I'm just hopeful and enjoying this moment with the fact that they got a wide receiver like him. And in direct contrast, Justin Fields, I think, is getting ready to take his game to the next level audience. You guys already know what I feel about Justin Fields. Next season? Get your fucking popcorn ready. This kid is about to have an MVP season. You heard it here first. I said that shit on my entire fucking chest. (laughs) Yes, sir. Say it with your chest out there, bro. Put it out there. And with this kind of receiving core press, he actually can. I mean, we saw what he can do with his wheels. We know that already. You talked a lot about that in what he does when he runs the football. But now being able to throw the football, seeing more exciting play. And I tell you, that's how you get into the MVP conversation right there. Making exciting plays, getting that ball down the field, getting an end zone to your playmakers. This will be good for Justin Fields. He should have an exciting year with this group. And he's not going to have to run for over 1,000 yards because he'll be able to sling that football. Now, if he needs to run the football, (laughs) right, he has that as an option, but he don't have to do that. Right. That's going to be the luxury of not only what Ryan Poles did with this trade, but what I have a feeling he's going to continue to do in free agency and in the draft. You still got moves you can make to bolster this team up. But so far, so good. You asked me, Perez. So I think Ryan Poles has the right mindset. And right now, to your point, I know it's just to feel somewhere thinking like, hey, this is going to be good. And he can't wait to get to work with DJ Moore and the others, man. So I'm quite sure that's the kind of thing that gets you excited and gets you going and is motivational. Dude, I was looking at some tape on DJ Moore from last season, and I already talked about the quarterback issues that they had in Carolina. I mean, fucking <laughs> your boy uh, Baker Mayfield. They had your boy Baker Mayfield out there. Fucking trash, right? Right. Look who's throwing to him. Sam Darnold. This guy had everybody and anybody throwing to him. P.J. Walker. But with that being said, audience, DJ Moore was one of the most productive deep receivers in the league. Imagine what the hell's going to happen next season, man, when Justin Fields and his highly accurate deep ball. Soldier Fields going to go up. It's going to go up. I don't know how I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to uh, freaking handle myself next season, but I'm telling you, anybody that sits around me and the rare chance that we cover a couple Bears games next season, I'm going to have to step out in that lobby area, man, because I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle myself man, if I see all that <laughs> shit happening. And Perez, you losing your voice gonna gonna crack me up, man. Because <laughs> I know you, how you can get, man. You already know I'm guaranteed to lose my voice a couple games next season. You know, you already know how it goes. <laughs> the audience, they 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 just used to it by now. They like, you know, we won't even trip. We we know you out there having a good time at the game. But like yes. I said, though, if I cover though, I gotta I gotta be professional about it. So I'll step out in that hallway and I'll just give myself Understood. a little. I'll just do a little fist pump in the hallway and then take it back inside and. <laughs> start typing on the laptop <laughs> yes sir yes sir but to your point with dj Moore, press it's gonna be good to see he and justin fields get the work to get that chemistry there because i do understand there's always that process right there right understanding your wide receiver wide receiver understanding the quarterback getting on the right page so i'm looking forward to seeing those two really get to the grind man it's gonna be great it's gonna be great 
Now, I do want to transition over a dub into free agency, right? We obviously know that the Bears have their own free agents that are on the market. David Montgomery is the guy that you and I have been talking about since the season. Like, hey, what's going to happen with Monty? Is he going to come back, right? Well, we've been hearing reports where Poles has gone out and said he would love to re-sign David Montgomery. But we also know that David Montgomery is going to test for agency. So you never know how this thing's going to go. But it's obviously some interest there from both sides, A-Dub. How do you see the situation with David Montgomery unfold? I can see David Montgomery coming back, Perez, on a team-friendly type of deal. I'm not sure what that price tag will look like, but I can see it happening, man, because I think David Montgomery loved being here in Chicago. And you see all the moves that Ryan Poles is making to actually get this team back to where it needs to be. You know what I'm saying? And I think that could also be something that could force a guy like a Dave McGovern to say, you know what? Hey, I may want to stick around for this run here to see how things go. So I do hope that can, it's something that can happen. But, man, I'm looking forward to seeing where this guy may land next. But I hope it's in the Chicago Bears uniform. That's what I can see happening. I mean, anybody that's listened to this show, you guys know how I feel about David Montgomery since he's been here, man, since 2019. He's been one of the most important pieces to this offense. Now, the thing that worries me with him testing for agency is when you look at the market right now, Josh Jacobs and Saquon are both off the market. Yep, That makes David Montgomery one of the top options. It's true. There's some team out there that might throw the bag at him. Now, while there's mutual interest, in my humble opinion, I think he's gone, man. I think he's I think gone. think he's gone, Prez. Yeah, that's tough, man. But you're right. You testing free agency, Prez, you got to weigh out to all your options. And I know money talks, bro. We understand that, you know. But I do love this new culture that Ryan Poles is trying to build. And that's what we got going for ourselves, really, when it comes to him. But you're right. If you're looking for the bag, it might be elsewhere. And that's the business side of things, right? And we yep. know that Ryan Poles is not afraid to make tough decisions. Look, he had to do it with Roquan. He right. had to do it when it came to Hakeem Hicks, Khalil Mack. So there's been a lot of moves that he has had to make that a lot of the people in the fan base are like, every time a new, uh, every time some news came out, you're like, oh, man, another guy leave. Oh, another guy leave. <laughs> but yeah. he had to make tough decisions. And I think when it comes to David Montgomery, if the dollar amount is a little up there, I just don't expect it to happen. Right. And that's going to be a key right there, Perez, going forward for David Montgomery. He doesn't want to feel like he's being lowball. You know how I go, man. People want to get paid what they're worth, and I get it. And to your point, it's a business. So if he does leave and go elsewhere, I'll be happy for him wherever he goes because I just love the guy like him, a hardworking player, a hardworking running back who the fans just love. And wherever he goes, they're going to love him there as well. Man, I'm going to miss him. I'll miss him if, if, if it comes to that because I don't right. know I already want to rule it out. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. But just, man, I'm just reading through the tea leaves, man. And I know some team, these teams are throwing money around out here like it's nothing, man. <laughs> you know, so when I see the, the type of money that's getting thrown around the free agency, man, I just, I'm not feeling as, as confident. Now, I do think we're going to retain a few of our guys. I think, oh, you yeah. know, a guy like uh, DeAndre Houston Carson, I think he's going to return A-Dub. Yep. I mean, he's been a mainstay. This guy is a veteran on this team, just gets things done, like, He's a guy that I will always want to be in a Chicago Bears uniform. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, Perez. He's a good reserve player. You know, I mean, he comes in the game, give it his all. He don't really make many mistakes, you know, when he's out there. I mean, I, I think that's a move unless a team goes out there and does something crazy. 
but I think <laughs> that'd be a move that makes sense. Yep. Sam Mustafer, I know a lot of people don't want to hear me say this, but I think he's also going to stay. He's not going to come back as a starter audience, but as I continue to tell you guys, his experience in a depth role, meaning he's just there in the pitch. You mm-hmm. hope that you don't have to play him, but just the <laughs> fact that you have him there, you know, as an emergency type of guy, but also he's a smart player. So, hey, it's just a guy to have in that locker room, a, a guy to have in that position room. So I think from just the standpoint of having a depth piece, I think we could see Sam Mustafa probably come back. Yeah, I can see that happening, Perez. I mean, Lucas Patrick, we haven't seen much of him. You just never know, right? You do need depth, of course, in this league. And you know how it goes, man. People get hurt. And sometimes it's hard for people to get back out there on that field. So you do need a player that can still, you know, come out and play. And having him in your in your system still, that'll probably do well for the Bears. I mean, like you said, a lot of us don't like it, of course, but you're still going to need somebody. I mean, definitely if someone gets hurt. But I still think that... Bears fans, while we know that Sam Mustafer is not a number one guy. Right. But I still think we need to just understand what we have in the guy, right? Understand what he yeah. is. And right. I think that if we can separate the two, I think we'll be fine. But A-Dub, I want to get into this day one of free agency, man, because Woo. Ryan Poles was lighting up Twitter today. He lit up Twitter today. <laughs> My goodness, he was backing up the Brinks truck. I mean, <laughs> mercy. I mean, he comes out the gates kicking, man, signing T.J. Edwards, which when he signed him, bro, I was so excited, man, because this is a kid that I watched play in college. Big-time player at Wisconsin. Right. But then you see that Ryan Poles now brings him in on a three-year deal, A-Dub, and what did you and I talk about last season about that linebacker position? We talked about that position being one that they probably needed to address, that they needed to beef up. He goes yep. out here day one and signs a key guy from that Philadelphia Eagles defense. And all this, as you guys all know and saw from last season, that Eagles defense was giving people problems. Yeah, they definitely was giving people problems, Perez. And it's a team that made it to the Super Bowl. I understand they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, but T.J. Edwards, man, had a very good season. But the fact that this kid coming from a winning culture, from that perspective, we're getting to the Super Bowl, that says a lot. He can bring some of that DNA here to Chicago. And a dub, I thought he was the top option at linebacker on the on the market. Ryan Poles not only brought him into the fold, but I thought the contract was reasonable. I thought they got yep. a steal. They got yes. a steal of a player. Because some of the film study I was doing on him earlier today, and obviously just some games that I saw that the Eagles played, you got a guy that's probably gonna come in here and play the mic position. He was one of the top tacklers in the NFL. And each year in this league, he's improved. And from the things that I saw on film. You can sign me up for that all day long because our linebacker crew were bringing him <laughs> in here, Ada, getting Edmonds from the Bills in the fold, and Ryan Poles dropped the absolute bag on him, $72 million over four years. <laughs> now, I know some people are going to sit up here and they're going to say, ooh, that felt like an overpay. Not to me, because what Ryan Poles did not do last season is overpay for Roquan. That's true. In free agency, he brings in Edmonds at thirty to forty million dollars less than what Roquan was asking for. I think the Bills are going to miss Edmonds, man. I mean, dude's a very good middle linebacker. He's young, press. He's raw. I mean, I like his talent. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. And I think this guy can come in and do big things here for the Chicago Bears. Well, you gotta think about it. Another young guy that you're bringing into the fold. He's only twenty four years old, eh, Dub? Yep. And when you think about Ryan. I mean, when you think about Matt Eberflus and the type of system he runs, 
Edmonds is the best type of running back to run in that system. Solid against the run. And in coverage, I thought that he's improved a lot, especially yeah. last season. If Matt Eberflus decided to do this zone coverage, he got a guy that can step back there, man, and, and do some things in coverage. And I like a guy like, like Edmonds and what he's been able to do and how he's improved in that area, Perez. He's not a liability, and that's what you want out there. And the first thing that you see when you see this guy on film is his size. He's a big fucking dude. <laughs> but he's not a perfect player, right? I mean, every player is going to have yeah. their shortcomings. You know, that's just what happens, especially with a guy with that type of size. But the guy gets sideline to sideline quick. And it's surprising when you see a guy that big move sideline to sideline like that. There were so many Bills games that I was watching, and I was just like, Jesus Christ. I mean, he just <laughs> flashes. And yeah. that's going to be really good to see on this team. And as I was mentioning A-Dub with T.J. Edwards, now you have those two guys in your linebacker room with my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> Sanborn. That's right, my boy Jack Sanborn. So that linebacker room is looking really good. And I know there's a lot of people like, what are we going to do with Sanborn? Sanborn's about to be your Sam. What are we talking about? Right. What are we talking about? And this linebacker crew, man, one of the things you're going to see from them is they're going to fucking hit people. They're going to get after people. Yeah, Perez, that's what I like about this group, man. We, we're talking about playmakers, right? And I know T.J. Edwards have shown a lot of playmaking ability. Of course, you know Edmonds as well. I mean, this is going to be dope, bro. I mean, we got two players coming from winning coaches, bro. I mean, I said they didn't make it too far in the, in the playoffs, but that it can happen, right? The only one team can win it all. But the fact that these this team has had, these players have had some success, Perez, that's what you want to see here in Chicago. Players with winning culture, winning DNA. Now, I thought these two picks here is a good boost for the Bears. You mentioned one thing about the Bears. You're like, oh, they didn't make it that far. They still made it further than we fucking made. And that's you got true. a guy that's coming in here that comes from a winning program. Yep. A-Dub, I thought that was a good point because you look at Edwards coming over here from the Eagles. That shit matters, bro. Yeah. Because that's something when you have guys that are culture guys, that's stuff that you're bringing into this locker room. And a guy like Edwards, I already talked to you about the physicality, but he's fast, man. That's yeah. the thing that flashes to me when you watch him on film. And he's super smart out there, bro. So Absolutely. when you look at what he was able to do with the Eagles, where he had the play calling duties there with that defense, he was the guy that was fucking calling the plays and he was calling the shots out there. That's a top five defense that we just snagged a very important piece from. That's something Indeed. Bears fans to be really fucking pumped about. I know I'm pumped about that because you're right. Losing Roquan Smith and, and Robert Quinn, of course, we needed a boost big time for sure. And this T.J. Edwards guy, man, can be that guy to definitely help these young players, friends, continue to get better. Because I know we talk about young players and what they can do, you know, the Travis Gibson's of the world and all these young guys we have on the team. This is what a guy like T.J. Edwards can come and do, help those guys continue to maximize what they do well and help them with their game. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I think for me, though, when I look at a guy like that, yeah, that's one part of the, of the puzzle. But I just think that, Having a guy like this, he allows basically your defense to do anything that it wants to do scheme-wise. Yeah. In that Philadelphia Eagles defense, he was able to run the entire front that they ran. So when you have a guy like that that's interchangeable like that, it allows a defensive coordinator, in this case, Allen Williams, to be very creative in what he does. One of the things I want the audience to think about here is the fact that we need to be able to put more pressure on the quarterback. And the Eagles were able to do it without having to blitz a lot. And it was because of TJ. 
because TJ, like you said, that's that smart player who understands the game very well, Perez. So that's what you like about him, man. That smartness. And if you have that IQ of the football game, that's what you want to have. Smart football players and football players will also make plays. He fits the bill. And on top of it, just to make sure that the audience understood my previous point, he's a three-down middle linebacker. He don't have Oof. to come off the field. Oof. With this Bears defense being so young, when a guy like this, he can play in the zone. He can. If you need Allen Williams to blitz the kid, he could do it. Now, coverage may be an area that I think that he could probably improve on a little bit. There were some things there that I saw on tape, but that's just nitpicking. I look at this signing, A-Dub, this one excites me. I love the signing. When it came out, I was like, yes, that was nice. That was fucking. <laughs> when you always talked about this, Perez, you said this last season. You said, hey, this is going to be the biggest offseason for Ryan Poles. And I'm paraphrasing you probably a little bit here, but you were you were right on because Ryan Poles has answered the bail, Perez, on many occasions. And when you talk about these players and what they bring to the table, Edmonds and TJ Edwards, Perez, that speaks volume. Now, I think Ryan Poles understood what these two players can bring to the team. Absolutely. I mean, and a guy like Edmonds, A-Dub, all he did is went out there and balled out and priced himself out of the Buffalo Bills price range. I mean, <laughs> when you got a team like the Buffalo Bills, they got a lot of talent on that team, and there's a lot of guys that they have to pay. True. So when you got a guy like Edmonds, he basically just made it impossible for them to be able to retain him, which worked to our advantage. Worked but big time <laughs> to our advantage. It really did. But now while a lot of people may look at the number and they may look at, oh, man, they are they sure about it? It seems like an overpay. Hey, turn on the tape. And what you're going to see is a guy, as I mentioned earlier, A-Dub and audience, a guy that moves sideline to sideline very well at that size, but his ability and coverage. That's an area in our, with our linebackers that we've complained about from time to time of how they get beat in coverage. Yep, yep. And they're going to happen with a Tremaine Edmonds back there. And that is a big, big plus for the Bears when you talk about the linebacker group. Hey, he can do a lot for us. And he's just so young. I keep talking about that. 24 years old at that for us. That got to speak volume too, man. And I was just say this, you know, and I called out how well he was in coverage last year. That was an area in his game that people nitpicked and was like, hey, that's something he needs to clean up. So what we saw last year is we saw that he improved upon that. You want to look at another area that he might be able to improve upon is tackling. Now, while he has that ability to get sideline to sideline, on tape, you will see that he's had some bad missed tackles. So that's going to be something with his technique that when he comes into Chicago, he's going to have to clean up. But when the improvements that he made in coverage last season, it gives yeah. me confidence that he's going to come in here and get that stuff figured out. He's only 24 years old. And that's why we keep hammering that age, because it does matter, Perez. And the fact that this kid wants to continue to get better, that's important, you know? I don't think this money going to go to his head. I think the kid is still going to try to go out there, perfect his game, and working with Iberflus, Perez, he's going to get better, man. Now, I know with the hits, you know, that Iberflus always talking about, man, this kid would definitely learn and grow from that. And one other thing to keep in note, with the way the Buffalo Bills utilized him on their defense. They didn't run out three linebackers in their scheme. They only had two linebackers, and Edmonds had a lot of responsibility in that defense. So that also brings you another guy that's coming in here, along with Edwards, that are coming in here 
highly intelligent players that can process information and they can also process it quickly. But that's a, those are two more pieces that are coming into this defense that are high-level players that are intelligent. They know what the fuck they're doing. And that's what you want right there, having players coming in, knowing what to do, understand the scheme, and know how to execute. They can get the job done. And leadership. He was the captain last year on the Bills. He's coming in here as a young guy, but he's coming into a young defensive scheme, a young defensive team. This is now a leader, a budding leader for the Chicago Bears. Talking not talking just about Edmonds Perez, but also talking about TJ Edwards as well. Both of them together, Perez, can tackle this thing, man. And I'll tell you, the accountability they can put on some of the players, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, that'll be key right there. It's saying, hey, we got to hold each other accountable to the standards. Now, one thing though, to note, is he wasn't really tasked with getting after the quarterback much with Buffalo. That could be something that we see that they may have him do here in Chicago. But that may be one part of his game that people may be looking at and saying, oh, that's missing. Well, he wasn't asked to do it. But in Chicago, the duties may change. You never know. But what I've seen on tape from both of these linebackers, super impressive, super impressive stuff. Yeah, and to your point, you brought this up a little earlier, Perez, about Allen Williams. I think Allen Williams is happy too, Perez. <laughs> so seeing these two guys, man. You think? Hey, no, you think? <laughs> I know he's over there laughing and smiling like, thank you all very much, you know. Appreciate that, Ryan Pose, you know. So got a lot to work with with these two players here. She, you speaking of a guy that's appreciative and thankful, I'm sure Justin Fields is super thankful. Not only does he get DJ Moore, but now he's got some help on that offensive line. But Poles went out there and picked up Nate Davis. Now, this is a guy right here that's coming in here on a three-year contract. Primarily played right guard. So yep. what this signals, audience, and just prepare. Cody Whitehair is probably on the way out. It's going to be a cap casualty. I think that this kid Davis is going to come in here and replace Cody. Now... One of the things that you'll see about him is just the fact that you got a guy that's versatile, that's athletic, that's going to come in here, that's going to really be able to hold down that position. But it brings up some really important questions of what's going to happen with this offensive line, right? What's going to happen with Tevin Jenkins, eh, Doug? Because I know Nate Davis, as we know, is a right guard, you know, really a right guard. That's why he's played mostly anyhow. And Tevin Jenkins also played right guard. So... Does Tevin Jenkins have the versatility to play left guard extremely well as he done playing right guard? Because you and I raved about him last season, about how well Tevin Jenkins played at right guard. So what do you do there? You got two players that play the same position. Now, who's going to show the versatility? Because to your point, Cody Whitehair could be out. But now, hey, the left guard, who's going to step into that role? Is it going to be Jenkins or do, you know, Nate has the ability to play left guard as well? So that's something that they got a chance to work with. And we'll see what happens there. Now, I think Nate's going to probably be pretty much locked in at that right guard position. The one thing, audience, though, just to kind of think about with a guy like Nate that's coming here, he's approved each year that he's been in the league. Yep. Now, he's not an elite player by all means, but this is a guy that's a quality starter. And this is something that we need on this offensive line, right? Because True. we need to stabilize this offensive line. We all talked about how we were so sick and tired of Justin Fields being hit as often as he was. That's going to be great because what we need to do, pass protection, obviously, for Justin, but we need to get that run game going as well, too, and I think that he's going to be a really strong piece. The one piece here that I'm going to nitpick is all as you know, I'm going to get y'all the real. <laughs> he's got to be able to stay healthy. Now, we already went through that problem with Lucas Patrick that I spoke of earlier. We don't need to go through it again with another offensive lineman that we get. So I'm hoping this guy can stay healthy for us. 
and the fact that he's done well at blocking for Derrick Henry. He done That's a good right. job in the area. So, hey, we got back there. You can do the same thing, man. But to your point, got to stay on the field, though. Yeah, because, I mean, to your point, blocking for a guy like Henry, the Titans have one of the best running attacks, and everybody in the league knows that they're going to run the football, and they're still able to succeed. <laughs> yep. So that just goes to show you the quality he brought to that group up front. So he's been a rock-solid player, in my opinion. I thought this guy right here, when you look at him on film and the holes that he opens up there in the run game, really good. But yeah. I think, A-Dub, from a pass protection standpoint, and since we're talking about protecting Justin, yes. I think that's one of the areas that he can improve a bit. He's no slouch, but I think he could be better. I mean, that's something he has been trying to improve. And I think he's gotten better. But to your point, he got to get continue to improve his game in that area because we talk a lot about what happened to Justin Fields last season, Perez, with those 55 sacks that our quarterback has taken. Ouch. We can't allow that same thing to happen again next season, bro. We cannot wear our quarterback down. So to that point, Nate is going to have to continue to improve in that area, Perez. And I think he will. The fact that he's going to focus in on that part of his game, I think he has a chance of being a good player in that area. But again, he got to put the work in, Perez. And to your point, got to stay healthy as well. Now, one thing to keep in mind, A-Dub, because, yes, the pass protection is something that I wanted to bring up, but it all depends on who's going to line up next to him because a lot of times you also got to realize if you're playing next to somebody that's bad at their position and bad at their job, yeah. it's going to affect you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so good point. it also depends on who the right tackle is going to be next season for the Bears. Yeah, that's a good point, man. This is why we know that Ryan Poles isn't done working because you understand it was too many pieces on the puzzle. To me, there were too many people on the O-line who just weren't effective. And I think to your point, if you're going to get, why to get a right guard, you got to have a right tackle that can complement that. So I don't think Ryan Poles is done doing his job here. I think that's an area he's still looking into, Perez. But I really want to wait and see how he tackles that position. And because we know the Bears run such a run-heavy attack, or at least they did last season, a signing like Davis makes really sense. The reason why I like to sign it so much, if he can stay healthy, I think we got something here. Because like I said, very good in that running game. And I think he can come into his own as a pass pro guy. If the Bears come with that same approach or running that football to open it up for the passing attack, man, this guy's going to be good in the system. Yeah, man. And that's one thing. We keep a good balance for us, running the football throwing it well, I think that'll be good for the Bears to have that kind of balance. But you're still going to need that run attack because you just never know, man, how defenses play against you. You know how they go. It's it's a it's a mental game. It's a uh, X and O type of game. You know how it go for us. So we're going to need this team, this Bears team, to run the football effectively. If they can do that for us and let Justin Fields be able to attack the passing game extremely well, that'll both well. But having that clear balance is what we're definitely going to need. 100%, brother, 100%. Before we get out of here, one last sign in there that Ryan Pohl slucked in on us. He thought he, thought <laughs> he was slick. No, nah, Ryan, we was ready for you. <laughs> yes, because sir. Because A-Dub, he went to the drawing board and stole another Tennessee Titan. He out there, boy, he saw something he liked from them Titans because he went out and got Demarcus Walker. And Ooh. Demarcus Walker, man, when the Titans signed him last year, they signed him for a one-year, $1 million contract. And this dude came off that contract as one of the best bargains in all of the NFL. He turned that one-year, $1 million contract into seven sacks last year and had a really solid breakout season, enough to generate this deal that he got from the Bears, a three-year deal at that. 
that's going to pay him $7 million a season, bro. You talk about the seven sacks. I do like the, what, 16 quarterback hits as well. And you know our defensive ends, man, struggle after the trade. And, I mean, Travis Gibson didn't do what I wanted him to do. Uh, Robert Dominique Robinson didn't do what I wanted him to do. I mean, we needed some reinforcement, friends. I think DeMarcus Walker helps with that. And I think Travis Gibson's going to be a year better. I think Robinson's going to be a year better as well. But the fact that we have this guy, DeMarcus Walker, helping out in that area press, it's going to be pretty good, bro. You brought up Travis Gibson's name earlier when we were talking about T.J. Edwards, and I thought, yeah, that, that's cool and all, but where I think the biggest impacts will come is from having DeMarcus Walker in here because now yeah. he's coming into that room. Yep. He's coming into the defensive end room. And that room, as we know from last season, to the point that you were just making a second ago, A-Dub, they got a lot of work ahead of them. And I know that this group here is going to have to step their game up for the Bears. And, you know, we need that pressure from the edges, man. We need all that stuff, man, from Travis Gibson, Robinson, and definitely DeMarcus Walker. But DeMarcus Walker has proven, Perez, that, hey, he can get the job done as you talked about. So I'm just happy for this group here, Perez. But I, I'm quite sure Ryan Poles still got some things up his sleeves to continue to build that D-line. We talked about it earlier in the offseason, A-Dub. We had to do something on that defensive line. And we know he's not done yet. This is just the first piece to fall. And the fact that Ryan Pohl is out there still working, baby, had a good first day. Hey, a free agency, that's good. Dude, I'm fired up. And when I look at this assignment, it's an obvious upgrade of what we had last season. Now, people are going to look at it on paper and it's not going to be a super flashy signing. I don't give a fuck about that. Right. I look at the fact that this guy is an improvement over what we had, and I think that this has some high upside potential here with bringing this guy into this defense. This is a defense where your safety, Jaquan Brisker, led you in sacks last season. That should <laughs> never fucking happen. No, not at all, Perez. Not at all. And the last piece on him is he has that inside-outside versatility. So that's something that you could never have enough of. But AW brought up the 16 quarterback hits earlier. That's another upgrade because we were not getting after the quarterbacks enough. Nope. This guy's going to be able to put some pressure on the quarterbacks. Get into that quarterback and make that quarterback make some mistakes and let that secondary eat a little bit. But then the last piece on him, he's solid against the run as well. So he's not just a one-trick pony out there. Yeah, And I like the fact that when you look at these moves by Ryan Poles, he's not going after the big names. He's going after substance. He's going after guys that fit an overall strategy. And that's why I'm really stoked because it shows that he has a plan. Absolutely, Perez. And you need to have all big name players on your team to get the job done. Having players who are just solid, Perez, very good at what they do. If you have it all around, you in good shape, bro. So I think Ryan Poles have a philosophy of saying, hey, I don't need all the big names to get the job done. If I can have people to do their job and be effective at what they do and make big plays and wreak havoc, that's still enough to get the job done for his own defense. And again, when you need to overhaul a position, man, it starts right there on the edge. I love the move. Yep. And we get to see what he can do as a full-time starter. I'm excited about it. He can, He's potentially entering the prime of his career, 28 years old. If you yep. look at the other signers, these are all young guys. So Ryan Poles has an idea. He wants to build a young athletic identity. DeMarcus Walker, man, I'm telling your audience, please, if you are not familiar with his game, fire up the tape on him because what he was able to do in that Titans defense was pretty fucking dope. And they fit, to your point, you talked about this a little bit earlier, they fit what Matt Eberflus wants to do on the defensive side of the ball. He could play all over the D-line. 
I think this is a steal. And once again, people, because I know people that listen to these different shows and they want to try to catch someone up on their taste. I want everybody to listen to me pretty clearly here. <laughs> I'm going to say it now, and I'm going to say it in the offseason. This right here was the steal of all the signings that were made. When we talk about Ryan Poles cooking, when I saw this one come over the wire, I was like, oh, he really cooked. Oh, he really in his bag right now. <laughs> he is, bro. He in the zone. I know there's going to be some people that's going to push back on me. I can already, I can already fucking see it. They're going to be like, press. This guy played less than half their snaps. It feels like an overpay. He's a journeyman. He only had the one good year. We got to do whatever it takes to upgrade this team. Yeah. And sometimes you have to go out there and make a gamble. It's $7 million a year. They've spent worse money in the past on, on worse players. It's the versatility audience. That's always going to rule supreme for me. That is, again, a, a guy who fits the Eberfuss bill. That versatility, Prez. And the thing is, this is a guy who still wants to go out there and be productive, Prez. I can see it in this guy. You watch him play. And I can just see, man, this guy loves the game, Prez. He plays with a, a, some passion, Prez, with a chip on his shoulder. And if you got that, man, you're going to do well. And I think, hey, with him having more of a workload, he probably could get more than seven sacks. The Minnesota Vikings went out there and gave Marcus Davenport $13 million for a one-year deal. I'd rather have Walker at $7 million, and I feel like his impact on this team is probably going to be greater than what Marcus Davenport's going to do there in Minnesota. And audience, and Ooh. anybody out there that wants to hear a hot take, save that one. You just gave us one right there, Perez. All right, audience, look, we appreciate y'all and y'all continued support. I'm sure we're going to have another show later in the week because I know our boy Ryan Poles <laughs> is still in that kitchen. You know what I'm saying? He's letting some <laughs> shit marinate right now. He's going to have some hot shit on the presses for us tomorrow, but... <laughs> A-Dub and I, we're going to definitely be back later in the week, and we're going to make sure that we keep you guys in the loop on all things Chicago Bears free agency and getting you guys set up for the draft. It's a blessing to see these moves being made here, Perez. The Bears own the something, baby. They own the something special. Hey, what did Ryan Pohl say when he came in here? We're going to take the actor north and never give that shit back. But Ryan Pohl's, talk that shit, baby. Talk that shit. Audience, we appreciate your continued support of this platform and for to make us a top 10 Chicago Bears podcast. We'll talk to y'all later, and we are out.